Hey guys, welcome to episode number 70, my story and how I got to where I am today. Welcome to the Solo Women Travel Tribe podcast, where life coach and solo travel expert, Zena, teaches you how to feel confident, empowered, and prepared to take on any solo travel experience. Here is your host, who is not afraid to say it like it is, Zena Jones. Hello, my friends. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. So it's episode number 70. <laughs> I thought, why not talk about my story and how I got to where I am today? I've had a few people kind of ask, you know, how did I get into coaching? How did I become a solo traveler? And all those kinds of things. And after 69 episodes, I think maybe I should talk about that a bit more. <laughs> so I wanted to come on here and share with you all, but not only that, you know, is it my journey I'm sharing and how I've got to, you know, the place that I'm in today, but it's also a whole bunch of lessons and a whole bunch of value. So stick with me because as always, I'm teaching heaps throughout this episode. So it's going to be good, you guys. And I am still on my beautiful little island in Phu Quoc off the southern coast of Vietnam. So that is where this episode is being recorded. However, it won't come out till I am back in New Zealand. So by the time you guys listen to the, listen to this, I will be in New Zealand, back in my hometown. So that is where I am. All right. So I wanted to give a bit of background. So Gosh, how long ago now? Um, I actually don't know, but maybe six years ago-ish. I So I was in a position where I had recently bought my first house, or well, the only house I've ever owned, so I'd bought a house. I was working in a travel agency, which I part-owned and I managed, so I had a really good job. I was making really good money. And I was, you know, traveling a lot for work and also, you know, I was fortunate enough to receive some educational trips and some cheap travel and things like that. So I did travel a lot. So, you know, I was earning good money. I just bought a house. You know, I had this great job. Everything, I guess, on the outside looked great <laughs> to a lot of people. However, it did not feel great on the inside. I decided that a couple of friends of mine had... So one was living in Manchester over in the UK, my best friend, and then another friend was moving to London. And she did that, and she was loving it over there, and I decided, heck, why don't I just move to London? I'm sure I'm going to be so much happier if I just move to London, because she's happy and everything's great over there. So I did just that. <laughs> I got somebody to rent my house from me, and I quit my job. And I literally booked a one-way ticket to the other side of the world. Like, you pretty much can't get much further away than <laughs> from New Zealand to London. Um, to give you guys an idea, it's like roughly anywhere from sort of 25 to 30 hours to fly there, depending on the route that you take. So it's a long-ass way, guys. <laughs> but I thought... Like, literally, I thought that going into London, you know, everything was going to be fantastic. I was going to travel all the time. 
I was going to lose some weight. I was going to meet heaps of people. I was going to make a shitload of money. I was going to, you know, be really successful and everything was going to be amazing. And I got there and that did not happen. (laughs) So I arrived and I got a temporary job in a corporate travel agency and I was working full time, but it was only a temp role. So it wasn't permanent. So if I wanted time off to travel, I wasn't getting paid for it. And I did not like where I was living. I wasn't making friends. I was putting on weight because I was going to the pubs and I was eating all this, you know, greasy pub food and I was drinking lots of beer and lots of cider and I put on heaps of weight. I wasn't exercising. I was missing home. I was downright miserable. So it was not what I thought it was going to be. And this is literally what I did, guys. I figured that if I could just lose the weight because I'd put on more weight and I was really feeling like overweight and unhappy in my own skin, I just thought if I could lose the weight, I'd just be happy. Like everything had fallen into place, it'd be great. So what I did was I went to the doctor over there and it was the NHS system, which is the free healthcare system. And I went to the doctor and I said to her, hey, can I get some pills to lose weight? And she was like, well... (laughs) why? And we talked about it and she said, okay, I'm going to give you two options. So option number one is no, I'm not going to give you anything. Or you can take option number two, which is, I think it was four free life coaching sessions, but anyway, it was free life coaching sessions. And after that, after you've had these coaching sessions, you can come back and see me and I will prescribe you something. We can talk about it then. And in my head, I was like, what, what even is life coaching? And why the hell do I have to do that before you give me these pills? But whatever, if that's what it takes, I'll do these stupid sessions so I can get my damn pills and lose my damn weight. (laughs) Literally, that was how my brain operated. So I was like, fine, I'll take the coaching sessions. And I didn't know what to expect. I don't even think I Googled it before I got there. Um, I actually don't remember, but I doubt that I did because I walked in there like no clue what to expect. (laughs) <laughs> and there was tissues on the table. I remember that. Um, that there were tissues on the table. I was like, oh shit, like is this counseling? Is this therapy? What have I got myself into? Anyway, so I went into this coaching session and my coach, like after that first session, I just walked away feeling absolutely mind blown and like my whole world was, you know, being exposed to me. Like it was just crazy. I can't even describe how life-altering it was because I walked away seeing myself and my place in the world so differently. And basically from the first couple of sessions, or or the first session actually, we established that I had so much self-loathing and so much self-hatred and that I didn't like who I was, Um, I wasn't happy with myself, you know, I didn't, I was far from loving myself, far from approving myself and accepting who I was and and she showed me that all of those things are available to me whereas I thought you know I really needed the acceptance and approval of other people in society and family and so forth like she really showed me that well actually no that's not the case you only need to give it to yourself and my mind was just blowing (laughs) you know that little emoji that mind-blowing emoji I use that all the time, guys. I love it when I learn something new and my mind's like, 
whoa, how did I not know that? Like, that's amazing. And it feels so true, right? And it just resonates with you. So I want to share some of the lessons that I've had along the way and kind of, you know, some of the the key milestones that got me to where I am today. And so the first one was learning that the more that I, you know, approve of myself. So that was my very first lesson was that self-approval was something I could give to myself. Like I was no longer thinking that I needed the approval of my parents or from society because I was very much in the space of I'll only be enough when, you know, I become a certain weight and when I make a certain amount of money and when I, you know, I make my family happy and I do what society expects of me. And I learned that that's just not the case, that I didn't have to live up to something that I thought they expected of me. They'd never verbalized it. I just assumed it, right? But rather that the only approval I ever needed was my own. And then I had the power to give that to myself, that I could, you know, approve of myself exactly as I was. I didn't have to lose the weight to be enough and to approve of myself, I could actually just do that from the place I was in now. I didn't have to make a certain amount of money. I didn't have to have a certain amount of stuff or travel to a certain amount of places. Like feeling accepted and approved of was completely available to me as I am or where I am right now. And that was just like life altering to me. And then the next thing was learning to love myself. And it was loving myself exactly in the way that I was because and that took me a while to get to that place because I was I was going from self-hatred to self-love so there were a lot of steps in between I couldn't just go from you know hating myself to loving myself overnight it took me months it literally did it took me months and you know there's a whole nother friggin episode I could do on talking about how I did that but you know, it was a process and I slowly, gradually got to the place where I was okay. All right. I might like myself a little bit. Yeah. I'm starting to like myself. Yeah. I'm pretty cool to, yeah, actually I'm awesome. (laughs) Like there was a journey there guys and it did take a while. And so learning to love myself exactly as I was with, you know, the excess weight, with the debt that I had, with the you know, the, the situations that I was in, the circumstances I had in my life, loving myself as I am was such a powerful, life-changing thing. And being able to smile at myself in the mirror and whisper kind words of encouragement to myself, you know, being able to do that to myself rather than hoping that somebody else might say something nice to me, understanding that I can do that. I can say those things to myself and I can mean it and it can be just as warming and wonderful to hear those things from me as opposed to hearing it from someone else and being able to catch myself mid-sentence when I'm you know, hating on myself, when I'm belittling myself, when I'm saying something nasty to myself, being able to catch myself mid-sentence and turning that into positive words of affirmation is huge and I still do that to this day because you know I'll be honest there's not like a switch that you flick and all of a sudden that stuff stops happening but it happens so much less now and you know learning to catch it 
and to be able to turn it around was such a powerful skill to learn and it did take a lot of time. Now I remember this moment and I want to share this with you. I remember being on the London tube and I was heading home from work and it was dark and I could see like the tubes all lit up and I could see my own reflection in the mirror. There was no one sitting opposite me, sorry, the window. There was no one sitting opposite me and I was looking at my own reflection in the window. And I remember staring at myself and I was repeating affirmations over and over in my head. And then all of a sudden I paused and I said the most kind and beautiful message to myself just out of nowhere. And my eyes literally welled up with tears at my own self-compassion. And that was the moment, I'm getting chills just telling you guys, (laughs) oh my God, my body's all tingly. But that was the moment that I knew I had found self-love and true acceptance. That was it. That was my moment. And from that point on, like I really began to see the world differently. You know, amongst all of the grey in London, it's grey buildings, it's grey pavements, it's grey skies a lot of the time. I began to really spot the the beauty. I saw the green trees. I saw the gorgeous, colourful shop fronts. And, you know, I heard the laughter from children, I found that beauty and that joy because my mind was now searching for it. That was what I was looking for and that was what I was focusing on and I was seeing so much of it around me. And like I'm sure there's a saying something like this, but when your inner world changes, your outer world changes and that was it. Like it literally happens just like that. When my inner world and the way I was talking to myself and speaking to myself and, you know, the thoughts I was having, when all of that changed, the world around me changed. Like everything began to change. It was the way I saw it. It wasn't like the, the world literally physically changed. It was what I saw in the world was different and it was so much more beautiful and amazing and wonderful because of the way I was looking at it. And then after that, it was, I really allowed myself to start dreaming and thinking about how I wanted my future to look. It was thinking like, who do I want to be in this world? And really starting to look at what lit me up? What was I passionate about? Like in a world where I could do anything, what did I want to do? How did I want my life to be? You know, and it was I didn't have to think about what I thought I should do anymore or what other people expected of me or how my life should look, you know, none of that. It all went out the window. I stopped, you know, wanting to, you know, have a house and get married and have children and all of that. I mean, that was never really attractive to me. I just thought, "Mm, I guess that's what I have to do, but it was never really what I wanted, right? So I started focusing on just that, what I wanted It was about, you know, it it came to this point where I had created a safe space for myself to think in that way and to play out all of the possible scenarios and ideas inside my mind of how my life could look, how I wanted it to look, what I was passionate about and how I could, you know, create more in the world. And I think the next big milestone after that was actually learning I started to, I wanted to learn more. Like after my experience with coaching, I wanted to learn more. I wanted to learn more about, you know, the power of my own mind and, you know, feeling this way and life coaching and just 
self-love and acceptance and all of this I just wanted to learn more it was literally like a friggin sponge soaking up as much as I could I was obsessed in such a good way though in such a good way and the the very next thing that hit me was learning that my thoughts caused my feelings so I was learning that what I think really does matter and it matters a shitload because everything I think is generating an emotion in my body, a feeling. And hearing someone say these words to me, I don't even know who it was or where I read it, whatever it was, but it was hearing someone say that the reason we want anything in life is because of how we think we will feel in the having or getting of it. My mind is still blown <laughs> when I hear it, right? Because as soon as I heard it, I was like, oh, that is so true. Oh my gosh. I wanted to lose weight because I thought then I would be happy. I moved all the way over to London to the other side of the world because I thought then I would be happy. I wanted to travel more because I thought then I would be happy. I wanted to make more money because I thought then I would just be happy. And it was just so powerful because it, it, it made me think differently. And it made me to understand that I want to lose weight because I think I'll be happy, but I can actually just be happy now. And from that place, you know, it, it's so funny. Like when I was living in London, I lost heaps of weight as soon as I became really happy and, and you know, accepted and approved of myself exactly as I was it naturally started coming off because, you know, I wasn't eating to numb my emotions and I was, you know, I wanted to put healthy food in my body and I wanted to look after myself. And it was a complete shift in my mind that made that happen, right? And after that, the next thing was learning that my feelings, the way I was feeling, drove my actions. So when I feel, you know, unmotivated or I feel angry or I feel anxious or I feel self-pity or you know anything we would label a negative emotion like I was going to take action that didn't serve me or I was going to take a lot of inaction right and learning that those feelings if they were you know more positive feelings like motivation inspiration empowered excited happy peaceful whatever it is that that drove totally different action and really seeing it, like playing it out in my head and seeing it and being like, holy shit, that really, that's what's happening. That's how my brain and my body and life is working. So first it was the thoughts that I have create my feelings and then from the way I feel, it drives the actions I take. And literally guys, mind blowing. <laughs> and that was around the time that I decided I wanted even more and that was when I uh, decided to apply to join the life coach school and to be trained by Brooke Castillo and become a life coach and I did and that was to this day one of the best things I've ever done and I also say that moving to London was one of the best things I ever done I ever have ever done because otherwise I wouldn't be where I am today so all of that needed to happen and I needed to go through all of that which was you know magical and hard and challenging and amazing and all of these things to get to where I am today right so I did coach training I went back to New Zealand and 
sorry, the coach training was in America and I went, moved back to New Zealand. And that was the time that I decided to start Solo Women Travel Tribe, the free Facebook community. And now I know that was three years ago now that I, I started it just over three years ago. So that is, you know, around the time I established, I was a solo female traveler and I loved doing it. I felt like I was the only one and I wanted to, you know, create a community and find more of us and support and lift up and help each other. So I started that and I began life coaching and I had coaching clients. And here we are three years later and it was in March of this year and now we are October. <laughs> For anyone who listens to this in the future, it is 2019. So in March, oops, sorry, you guys are going to hear a ding because I didn't turn my phone on silent. But in March of this year, I left my part-time job. I had a part-time job while I was still running SWTT and coaching on the side. I left that to go full-time. So now I am a full-time life coach and... I coach clients and I teach them exactly what I learned and exactly what I continue to learn. I am always up leveling, always. I'm so passionate about this work. So, you know, I'm forever learning more, listening, absorbing, getting coached, all of that. So I'm full-time coaching and running Solo Women Travel Tribe. And that's how I got here. And guys, that, trust me, that is the short version. <laughs> We're like 20 minutes in, but that is the short version. That is how I got to where I am today. And, you know, the, the one thing, uh, well, there's more than one thing I want you to take away, but I just want to really um, hopefully get this point across that you are enough exactly the way you are now. You can love and approve of yourself exactly as you are now. You don't need to have something, to be something, to do something, to get something, to be enough. Like it's available to you now. And when you really understand and realize that, life becomes so much more amazing for you. And also, I, I highly, highly, highly recommend you start to learn more about, you know, how you work, how your mind works and how life works, because you know, when you do that, when you understand things like your thoughts create your feelings and your feelings drive your actions, what you do and what you don't do, when you start to understand that, it becomes so much easier to understand, you know, why you do things, why you behave in certain ways, why you have what you have in your life, why you don't have what you want in your life and how to go and get it. So yeah, if I can give you those two takeaways, that is what I want to leave you guys with. All right. This is one of our longer episodes. <laughs> I hope you guys made it through to the end. That is a little bit about me, about my journey and how I got to where I am today, which is a beautiful tropical island right now. <laughs> all right, my friends, huge love to you all. Safe and happy travels wherever you are. And I look forward to chatting with you again next week. Okay, take care. Bye-bye. Hey, if you enjoyed listening to this podcast and you want more, then make sure you grab a copy of my Ultimate Solo Travel Mindset Guide. Just visit www.solowomentraveltribe.com slash guide to get your copy today. Feel confident, feel prepared, and feel empowered 
for your solo travel journey.